0: I'm Cassie Hilbron, and this is the Cook It Real Good podcast, bringing you shortcuts to success in the kitchen. Today's episode is all about the Instant Pot or electric pressure cookers for those of you who aren't familiar with the Instant Pot. You may remember a few weeks back I had Barbara Hobart from Instant Pot Luck on to share some information about how the Instant Pot works and how to get it out of the box and start playing around with it. Well, in today's episode, I chat to Megan from Pippin Ebby, who shares her favorite ways to use Instant Pot to make meal prep easier. Megan is a blogger, recipe developer, and photographer with a passion for creating delicious, easy-to-follow recipes and capturing mouth-watering photographs. She began her food blog, Pip and Ebby, nearly nine years ago and has created around 1,000 recipes to share with her readers. Oh, my gosh. Recently, she has found a passion for cooking with the Magical Instant Pot and has created a variety of recipes with it, ranging from desserts to side dishes to soups to main dishes. She uses her pressure cooker frequently for prepping meals and sides throughout the week. Megan really makes the most of her Instant Pot and her practical ideas for incorporating it into your weekly routine will have you feeling inspired. Today's episode is sponsored by my website, cookitrealgood.com. The recipe of the week this week is my roasted pumpkin, halloumi, and avocado salad. Basically, I just put all of my favorite foods in a bowl and called it a salad. (laughs) It's an older recipe that's been super popular over the past few weeks, which isn't really surprising considering it's pumpkin season. If you haven't had a chance to try this salad yet, why not give it a go this week? Grab the link for this recipe as well as all the details from today's episode in the show notes at cookitrealgood.com slash 13. Now let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's so fun to be here. I'm so excited to have you. And I want to talk today about nailing meal prep with the instant pot yes now i'll admit to being a bit of a novice with the pressure cookers and for anyone who doesn't know what an instant pot is because we don't have them here in australia or in some other countries don't either they're an electric pressure cooker Um, and I have an electric pressure cooker and I've had it for about six months and I'll admit it took me months to get it out of the box. And when I did, I've just made soup in it. So I'm really excited about this topic today because I'm going to get a lot out of it too. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, before we get into it, can you please tell us what your last kitchen fail was?
1: Okay. Well, it is related to the Instant Pot since we're on that topic, I'll just go with this. But a- A couple months ago, I was making a broccoli cheese soup in my Instant Pot the first time I had made it, and and this issue that apparently happens sometimes on the Instant Pot had never happened to me, so I was completely blown away, but I went to do a quick release, and the nozzle where the pressure comes out... Was spraying um, broccoli and cheese all over my kitchen, and we were filming the recipe because I'm a food blogger. So it was like everything was set up. So broccoli and cheese squirted all over our lighting, cameras, and we we were oh, like, no. "Oh my gosh, turn it off, turn it off!" So we figured it out. So that took some investigating as to why that happened and how to avoid it in the future. So that was a huge instant pot fail, and I. Definitely learned from it.
0: Oh my gosh, I could just imagine. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, it was kind of a nightmarish scene. It was like literally all, it even went up to my ceiling. It was like, broccoli everywhere cheese and then we found it on our equipment weeks later we were like oh look there's still (laughs) some broccoli stuck to our camera
0: (laughs) I hope that you like do a bloopers video of it
1: (laughs) oh my gosh I wish we had had that on camera the actual like unfolding of that that would have been super
0: funny (laughs) that would have been so good (laughs) okay and so like what was the trick to make sure that doesn't happen so we know okay
1: yes so if If there are liquids in the pot that are especially hot, like boiling when they maybe shouldn't be boiling, or if the liquids become so hot that they're frothy, and you do a quick release, they can spurt out of that hole. So the key is to keep them uh, under that temperature. And if it does start to happen, immediately close the valve again, let it sit for like five-ish minutes, and then you can re-release it. And that actually happened to me the other day again, but I was ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I quickly closed it and then just waited like a couple of minutes and then it was fine.
0: Okay, perfect. Lesson learned. Oh, that's a good one to learn and a good one to warn us all of. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. So you're a busy mom, a busy blogger. Yep. I'm guessing that you have a pretty good meal prep routine down pat. Yes. <laughs> and do you meal prep on a Sunday or throughout the week?
1: Okay. So I'm not a super consistent meal prepper. Like I don't do it every week because some weeks are just insane. But when I do meal prep, I try to do it on Sunday, like Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: Uh, All right. And can you let us know what are some of the types of things that you make in the Instant Pop that... (laughs) that you make in the instant pot that helps simplify meal prep?
1: Sure. Um, First of all, I'd just like to say that this is my absolute favorite kitchen tip of all time because instant pots are amazing and I love them. Pressure cookers are magical. Not only do they transform recipes into just total deliciousness somehow, I swear there are like little people living inside that do magic but they also like you said they simplify time in the kitchen and they simplify meal prep and make it a ton easier so life in general just is easier i have found um so a few of my favorite things to make in my instant pot to simplify my weeks are chicken breasts hard-boiled eggs veggies potatoes and rice so i don't know if you want me to like run through kind of how
0: I do all of the uh, cook all of those. That would be awesome. So let's like start with the chicken. What do you do with that?
1: Okay. So the chicken is super easy. You can put fresh, breasts in or frozen breasts, which I love. The only thing with frozen breasts is is that they need to be separate before you put them in. So it can't be like a big chunk of, you know, you can't just pull them out of the freezer and throw it in. You have to like separate them first for best results. So you can cook four chicken breasts, squeeze them in one layer on your trivet and be sure to add liquid to the pot. So like a cup and a half of water or um, chicken broth. And then you cook fresh breasts for five minutes and frozen for 10 on high pressure. And honestly, they cook perfectly every single time. I've never had a fail with that. Also, I do a natural release on those for five minutes after.
0: Okay. My mind's blown that you can cook them from frozen (laughs) in the instant. I know. (laughs) I, I was... My
1: mind was blown too at first and I didn't believe it. But... It's for real and it's awesome. And I do it quite often because last minute meals are like, oh, I didn't thaw anything, but you don't need to with an instant pie. You can just throw those babies in. So
0: that is like a savior for dinner time. And also I will say that I am a terrible overcooker of chicken. Like,
1: <laughs> I think a lot of people are because people are afraid to get uncooked chicken and eat it because yes. that's just terrifying. <laughs> um, but yeah, like... When I bake chicken, I tend to do the same. So instant pot, you just know it's done. You know, when you cut into it, it's going to be perfect every time. So, and then with meal prep, you can uh, store the chicken breasts individually. You can slice them up for salads. You can put them in just about anything, pasta or whatever you're going to be eating that week. So chicken is one of my favorites.
0: I love it. Oh, okay. I'm going uh, after this call. I'm going to go dig out some frozen breasts and have (laughs) a go. (laughs)
1: Get your frozen breasts out and test it out. Yes. Do
0: it. Awesome. Also
1: one more thing about the chicken breasts. If you have fresh breasts, you can, um, you can put seasoning on them first and do like a, um, saute. That was what I was going to ask about as well. Like what spices you can do a little extra flavor. You can saute them on each side for a couple of minutes until they're browned. But if you don't want to take the time to do that, you can just rub a any kind of seasoning mixture over the tops of each side and then cook them like that too. But I personally like to take that extra few minutes to saute them. It adds just like a perfect yummy flavor that it's almost like grilled breasts taste. It's just really delicious.
0: I always follow the the saute advice like it's kind of like when you put something in the slow cooker and they say to brown the meat first it it really does help add the flavor Uh, and even if it seems a little bit more annoying hey it's still going to be quicker like the the other way so it's fine just just do that extra little step
1: it's not that much time so for sure I would recommend trying that
0: awesome and you mentioned hard-boiled eggs you yes. can do that from
1: in the Instant Pot? Oh, they're so easy. Hard boiled eggs are one of my absolute favorite foods to make in the Instant Pot because they cook, like everything else, super consistently every time. And my favorite part is peeling the shells off the eggs is a total breeze. I think we've all been at that place where we're standing at our kitchen sink trying to pry egg shells off of our hard boiled eggs and swearing we'll never do it again. So the Instant Pot totally eliminates this problem. And a lot of people swear by the 555 method for Instant Pot eggs. So that is cook on high pressure for five minutes, natural release for five minutes, and ice bath for five minutes. I personally do not use this method, but I've heard it's great. So you can try that. I'm sure it will be awesome. But I do. Um, five minutes on high pressure with a quick release and then a one minute ice bath. So while the eggs are cooking, prepare an ice bath. Just get a medium sized bowl, put cold water in it and put you only need like a couple ice cubes. I would say anywhere from like three to 10 ice cubes. Just make the, make sure that water is nice and cold. And then immediately when it's done, you just use like a You can use a tongs or one of those um, spatulas with holes in it and just carefully place the eggs in the ice bath and let it sit for a minute so that the eggs stop cooking. And then after that minute is up, you can grab them and peel them, and they are perfection. Mm,
0: I love the idea of being able to peel the shells easier because that's my biggest struggle.
1: (laughs) Am I right? Like, There's nothing worse than trying to get to the center of an egg and it's like oh my gosh I cannot even get this peel off so it's it really is amazing the first couple times I did it I was like wow look at this I was showing all my boys like check this out and they're like okay mom you're weird <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay that's another one I have to try now let, just let me clarify do you need to put any water in it or put the trivet in? So yes, good call. So yes, do I always recommend if you're using a trivet
1: or a steamer basket to put a cup and a half of liquid in the bottom of the pot at least. Okay. So yes, use either your trivet or steamer basket for your eggs and do a cup and a half of
0: water. Perfect. All right. That's another one I have to try. Yes, you do. All right. And sides, I'm guessing the vegetables sort of fit in there. Yeah. Veggies
1: are a great option for a quick side dish or also for meal prepping as well. Um, They cook super fast in just literally a couple of minutes. And you'll want to keep in mind that you should keep vegetables of similar, um, I don't know, like hardiness together. So potatoes and carrots are both very hardy, so they would cook really well together. Cauliflower and broccoli are also very similar in hardiness and shape. So they also cook well together. And just keep in mind, like if you cook a softer veggie, like zucchini, with something like potatoes, that they're going to cook very differently. So the zucchini would be really mushy. So just keep that in mind if you're doing different, um, um yeah, just like different levels of hardiness to cook them probably separately or sometimes what I do is if I'm cooking potatoes and a um, less hearty veggie, I'll do, do the potatoes first for like five minutes and then throw the other veggies in for like a minute or two and then it's usually fine. But yeah, veggies are a great quick option for when you're prepping a meal or getting dinner ready and you just want something to cook really quickly you don't have to deal with the stovetop and sticking a fork in your boiling water coming out the side of the pan. It's just super easy.
0: Yes. I like the idea of not having like three different saucepans on the go. <laughs> yeah. Same. Um, and sorry. So with this one, is it the same? Steam steamer basket, trivet, cup and a half? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. I'm yep. learning. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> uh, yes, and exactly. Are, are there any vegetables you wouldn't recommend to put in the Instant Pot? I guess like
1: tomatoes wouldn't probably not be ideal because they cook so fast. I mean you could maybe do them for a minute and they'd be the same consistency as like a roasted tomato um, but honestly, if you're gonna do tomatoes, you might as well just roast them because roasted tomatoes are delicious mm-hmm. um, and then like zucchini and a squash might be iffy as well, and if you do decide to do those, just do it for like a minute and you you wouldn't need any longer than that. But like cauliflower and broccoli were great. Even like um, snap peas are good, but very minimal cooking for those two. Green beans work well. Um, So yeah, I would say really the only ones to steer clear from would be tomatoes.
0: Okay, that's good advice. Uh, It looks like I'll just have to have a play with all of the different possibilities. (laughs) Uh, I think that... You've just pointed out the problem that I had with potatoes <laughs> when I tried, I tried to make them in my pressure cooker before and I didn't put water in it and I didn't oh. stir anything and they didn't cook very well. And lo and behold, that would be
1: why. <laughs> yeah, that probably did play a role. And I think that's actually a really good thing to point out because a lot of people don't... Okay, when you get your Instant Pot, there's not like... a a clearly written handbook. Like, here's what you need. I mean, there are guides, but they're convoluted and kind of ridiculous. Like, am I really going to sit and read this whole thing? So people don't know those things when they get it. And that's kind of a trial and error thing that you learn as you go. That every time you... Basically, the rule of thumb is anytime you need a trivet or steamer basket, you need to add liquid to the pot. If it's not water, you should use broth. It just has to be at least a cup and a half of liquid.
0: Okay. That's very, very good advice. And I hope that my trial and error there has helped someone else. Yeah. That's how we learn, right? Exactly. You just have to give it a go. And I mean, I just cooked the potatoes another way. It was fine. Yeah. But I just, I, I really, it was I hurting my head. I'm like, what am I doing wrong here? Um, so yeah. I'm glad that we sorted that out. Easy solution. <laughs> now, the last thing you mentioned was rice. Mm-hmm. Tell yes, me more I about love, this.
1: I love cooking rice as well in my Instant Pot. Like everything else that's cooked in there, it comes out perfectly. I've never had a batch that has not been just absolutely perfect. And you can pretty much count on that every single time. And what I found, that the perfect ratio for cook time and rice that works for me is two cups of liquid to two cups rice and for liquid if you want it a little more flavorful you can go with broth you can do chicken broth veggie broth beef broth or just water if you don't want to do broth and then two cups of rice and that would be either white or brown rice and what I usually do I first pour in the rice and then I add the liquid and then I just make sure that there are no little rice remnants sticking to the side of the pot because if there are they'll get burned. And then I just give it like a really light stir. Don't stir it too hard. Just give it a really quick little stir to make sure all of the rice is submerged in liquid. And cook it for five minutes on high pressure and use the rice setting if you have it. And then let the pot release naturally for 10 minutes. Then do a quick release to get, all, get rid of all of that remaining pressure. And that's it open it up and it's perfection. You just give it a stir and that's all you need to do. It's perfect for a side dish for dinner. And again, also for meal prep.
0: Okay. This is again, blowing my mind that we can make white or brown rice because brown rice is honestly the most annoying thing to make stovetop. Yeah. It takes forever. <laughs> See, I know. So rice is actually one
1: of my favorite things because of that. Because I feel like it depends on the type of rice, right? So you read the package and you're like, oh, I have to cook this one for 20 minutes and my white for 15 or whatever it is on the package. And you have to set a timer and you just have to be diligent. But with the Instant Pot, and I've tested it quite a lot with types of rice and the white and brown consistently cook at that same rate and always get done perfectly. It's magic. I'm telling you, I, I am blown away every time I use it. I'm like, wow, how did it do that? Like a little bit too much in love with it. I think I talk about it a little bit too much to people in my life that are like, okay, (laughs) what are you talking about? But I seriously, it is amazing. It does wonders for your kitchen game, whether you're like, an amazing cook and you cook often or if you're not if you're just dipping your toes into the cooking waters it's great a great place to get started so it really is good for all levels and I think it's worth it to google and just search online for starter guides so that you know what you're doing so like you said with the liquid at the bottom people don't know stuff like that and that's really vital like someone can mess up potatoes and be like forget this. I'm not using that again. And then put it back in their pantry forever. So I think it is really important that people kind of get the basics before they dig in.
0: That's such good advice. And and it is something that when you are starting out, even sometimes you might just think that something is a certain way and give it a go, just like I did <laughs> and yeah. find out that it wasn't that way. So it there are lots and lots of like 101 Instant Pot guides out there. Um, there are a ton. A, a lot of them written by bloggers who cook all the time
1: yep. and who use their Instant Pot all the time. So it's definitely worth checking out. And don't be afraid of your Instant Pot. It's There are a lot of buttons on it, and it can be kind of scary. I actually had mine for like... A good year, year and a half. And I, this is super embarrassing to admit, but I used it as a step stool in my pantry. (laughs) And I have a friend who was like, Megan, what are you doing? You need to get that thing out. And I was like, I know, I should. I really should. I mean, cooking is my job anyway. So finally, I don't remember. I think it was either mashed potatoes or artichokes that made me get it out. And I was just blown away. I was like, this thing is amazing. So. Don't be afraid of it. Use it. Buy one. Check for sales. I know there aren't a ton of sales for it, but there are sales like Black Friday is a really good time to look for instant pots on sale. So highly recommend them. They will change your life in the kitchen. I know that's like a huge statement, but it's so true.
0: You have given me so many ideas and I know that everyone listening will just have also learnt a lot from this. There's- oh, I hope so. And all of the things that you've sort of put there, you can fashion them into so many different meal options as well. So, you know, make it once and then you've got a couple of meals for the week um, that are all different. So I love that idea as well. Um, or if you're not a meal prepper, you could just, as you said, make up a batch of rice for dinner that night. You could grab the frozen chicken breast from the freezer and make dinner in 30 minutes. Like that's such a great idea. Absolutely. Great for meal prep, but
1: also great for sides and holidays. Like... Like when you're getting a ton of food ready and you don't want to think about watching rice or whatever on your stove, it's great for holidays as well. Yes, I imagine.
0: Well, can you tell us what is your favorite thing or recipe to cook in the Instant Pot? Oh my gosh, I
1: could go on forever about this. So (laughs) I've been experimenting with like soups are the obvious option, but lately I have started doing desserts. Mm -hmm. And at first I was like, there's no way that a dessert can actually rival its oven baked counterpart. But um, cheesecake was amazing. So that and the chocolate pudding are like probably tied
0: Oh, that sounds
1: amazing. (laughs) Both are – I could not stop eating either of them. They were both incredible.
0: Well, I never would have tried to make desserts in it either, so you've blown my mind once again. (laughs) Stop blowing my mind! (laughs) (laughs) It seems like I just really don't know anything about pressure cookers, so I hope that everyone listening who is as hopeless as I am at this has some awesome (laughs) ideas of how to move forward. (laughs) Yes, just start somewhere and take baby
1: steps. And that's my best advice for getting started.
0: All right. So can you tell us where we can find you? Yeah, I'm at
1: pipandebby.com. So that's P-I-P and dot ycom And I'm also on Instagram at pip.ebby. And those are probably the best places to find me.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Megan, for sharing those ideas with us. I I really can't wait to go and grab my electric pressure cooker now because I'll be the first to admit that I have been a bit daunted by it. I sort of didn't know where to start. And you're right. I probably should have just <laughs> read a starter's guide. But I don't know. Sometimes you kind of get that paralysis where you kind of like, I don't know what oh, to, totally. where to even start. So talking this yes. through has really opened my mind to just having a go. Good. And you've assured me that it's not that scary.
1: It's really not. You should dive in.
0: Awesome. All right. Thank you for coming on, and I'll talk to you soon. How many great ideas did Megan share? I don't know about you guys, but I found myself opening the notes tab on my phone and writing down a couple of those timings she shared to try my own meal prep this week. I also can't believe that you can cook chicken breast from frozen in the instant pot. What a time saver is that? Especially all those nights when we forget to pull out anything and we get home and what are we going to have for dinner? <laughs> for all the details from today's episode, head to cookitrealgood.com 13. Also, don't forget to rate and review us over on Apple Podcasts. These reviews go such a long way to helping the podcast get out there and get into the charts. So I really, really appreciate if you take a minute to do that. That's it from me. Have a great week. And guys, don't just cook. Cook it real good. Bye.